I a while back told you that I had something I wanted to open up a show with. Like, oh no. Don't, no, no, no. This isn't anything bad. And like, <laughs> well, it always scares me when you say stuff like that. No, it was something I thought about when I was getting dressed one day. And I was like, yeah, I know. This is going to sound really weird before I explain. And it might just be stupid. And if it is, tell me. And I'll just cut it all out. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we, we, we talk about parenting. We talk about kids and stuff like that. Well, a big part of parenting, and I say this cautiously, but a lot of times a big part of parenting is is doing stuff with your spouse um, and, 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 and keeping your, you know, the spouse is happy and, and it's the best way to put this. Like a, a, you, you two want to be a bond together and all that stuff. Right. Right. So have you heard of it? I know you listen to some podcasts and stuff like this. So there's, there's a product that they often use as advertising on, on podcasts called me undies. Have you ever heard of me undies? I feel like I have. And I feel like when you tell me, I'm going to go like, oh yeah, but at this moment, no. Okay. So there's sponsors for lots of different podcasts out there. Um, it's underwear. I mean, that's all it is really. I mean, they do socks and I guess maybe something else too, but you, but there's like obviously women's underwear, which come in different cuts of some sorts that I probably don't know all the thing. I think boy cut is one. That's a thing, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, and then they have like the different types of like dudes underwears. There's the boxers, the boxer briefs. And then just like the, I don't want to call them whitey tidies because I think these are too classy to be called that. I don't know. Is there a word for that kind? Just briefs, aren't they? I don't know. Yeah, there's I don't, briefs, I don't, boxer briefs, boxers. Like boxer briefs is in the middle. It's like a combo of the two. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, you should know this over me. I wear one kind. Like I, just boxers. I don't like, oh. I, I've tried doing the boxer brief thing and it just doesn't sit right. Really? Yeah. It it hmm. just holds things weird and I need to be free, Chelsea. All right. Um. <laughs> So, so anyway, so Amy found this deal uh, that they have there. It's a monthly thing they do where they send one pair for her and one pair for him and they match. And it sounds, oh my God. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. Please and, tell me you don't like coordinating. No, no. going to wear the matching ones. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think we've ever oh done that. But, okay. So first of all. And like I said, like these are sponsors for a lot of things, which makes it really weird to talk about this at all, uh, because they're obviously. Okay. Of all the things that I thought would break Chelsea, I, I did not think I'm talking really about. Overtired, I think uh, the stupid time. <laughs> oh, the Chelsea, makeup on. Chelsea, you oh. you have cried on the show, but now you're like literally laughing my in face tears. actually hurts okay <laughs> but no i'm but, okay i can control myself now you sure you can uh these are the most comfortable underwear i've ever worn right and, it's, and this sounds like an advertisement it's not obviously they don't give us crap right uh no but no nope, gives us anything but if you ever like hear these advertisements and you're like oh this is stupid it's an advertisement it can't be like great it is 100 i'm wearing them right now right that's this is a lot of information. Um, it is. is Amy ha as happy with the product as you are? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. I mean, to my knowledge. That's great. Um, but anyways, yeah. it's just, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's like a, it's like one of those weird little things you can do that's like, oh, this is kind of like a little bonding thing. 
Uh, and I know that sounds really weird. And this is why I was like even hesitant to like tell this. I did not expect this reaction and I'm glad I got it because I don't think I've seen you laugh this hard ever. Uh, in our, in our few months of knowing each other. Uh, uh, okay, good. I think we, I think we both needed that laugh, even though that wasn't exactly what I was, I was going for like the sweet moment. You know, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Oh my. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even (laughs) really, I'm really caught off guard by this. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I can just take us into yeah. the show itself if you want. Well, actually, before we start, um, I had I had like some major feedback from one of our listeners. Ooh. Um, it sucks because he listened to a show and then he messaged me, and it's like I don't know if you can see how long that is. Oh yeah. Yeah, he gave me not I shouldn't say feedback, but he he wanted to have like a conversation about our topic, which sucks because now when this airs. I think this was our first or second show. So this is going to be like a month or two later that he's going to listen to this. But yeah, I really need to like catch myself here though. <laughs> give me, just give me a second. <laughs> okay. I'm like out of breath. Okay. So this is kind of my shout out to Chris Goodrow. Um, so he messaged me about the because we had a topic where we talked about how many kids we wanted, and he kind of joked, he laughed at my uh, at my comment on like having a litter. So they have three kids. I've actually done photographs of their kids. They're an adorable family. Um, so basically, he messaged me quite a bit, but the the short of it is, he talks about how the challenge is you're always outnumbered, and. How when you finally get like one under control, the other two are fighting. And just because like you think they're all going to play together, they don't. And like you have two kids. So, you know, you know, the battle of them not always getting along. So adding a third one to that. Well, you don't want three. No, no, nor. I mean, here's the thing. Well, no, I guess now. No, not possible for either of us. We're good. Okay. Um, So basically he said that. Each kid gets kind of easier because you get to know what you're doing you get the routine you get to you know you get used to no sleep and night feeds and etc but he says the growing growing challenge is that there are more of them in our case with three we are constantly outnumbered it's like kids are forever on a power play (laughs) we are running around feverishly trying or sorry feverishly praying they don't get a quality shot on goal this is a canadian isn't it it is, yes. Of okay, course. Hockey, hockey <laughs> Multiple hockey references. Um, which, by the way, it's not called a hockey goal. It's called a hockey net. Yeah. We, actually, Amy and I were discussing this recently, and she thought that saying net would make more sense if you're talking about hockey. Oh, my gosh. Um, so he goes on to say, like, it's even, it's even worse when there's only one parent. Like, when he's at work and his wife's at home or vice versa. Um, how there's three of them versus one adult. So. Yeah. I'm not sure I should have read more in more detail. I don't think he ever says like, don't have three kids. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's where he was going with that. I think he just was talking about his experiences with three, but I just wanted to give him a shout out cause he's, he's a nice guy and it was nice of him to kind of share his story with three kids. Yeah. I still want three. He, he hasn't turned me off that. That's good. That's good. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to say thanks to, 
the people who have actually randomly reached out and commented to us on Twitter. Um, feel free to also do so that on, on iTunes. Um, but also we, uh, since the last time we recorded, cause we've actually, man, we haven't recorded in like a couple of weeks now. We've had some bad weeks where we haven't been able to, uh, which is why it's good that we, you know, get a bunch, uh, loaded up when we can, but we have had a son together since then. Josh Stapleton or I'm like, what? Yes. Our, our, sorry. I mean, you were still there. a little thrown off by the underwear. Yeah, we have a son, Josh Stapleton. We have other random yeah. people that reach out. So I made a I made a comment about how you're the only person who uh, direct messages me and how I leave them open. And two people direct messages me just for that reason. Aww. So thank you for that. Um, but if you have not noticed, this is apparently Colin, the parenting podcast. And I've realized, I've realized that this isn't us trying to give answers to parenting. As you'll find out today, it's a cry for help for someone else to tell us how to be parents. So true. <laughs> uh, I am Johnny Casino, and with me through this wild parenting ride is Chelsea Capri. Hi, Chelsea. Hello. Hello, you did, Johnny. You did your hair today. I did my hair today. Yeah. I'm feeling, I've, been, I've been feeling a little low about myself the last, the last few weeks, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to get ready. That'll help. So, so something that I like, you know, we mess each other a bit and whatever else. We send each other pictures of our kids and stuff like that. Um, I think I sent you a couple slow-mo videos of my kids yeah, yesterday. Yeah, cool. So mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, but a lot of times you'll send me pictures of like you and Link sitting there with big old smiles on your face. But today it was curlers. It was this weird, I don't know if she had a weird look on your face. Maybe I was just imagining that because you had curlers. But it was like straight out of like a weird TV show. Yeah. Yeah, that was a thing. I mean, why a weird TV show? Why I don't did you know. go there? Okay, so you picture these like older TV shows and you see the women in the morning with their curlers in. Like you, it's something they do on TV. Okay. Okay. Now you're calling me an old woman. I mean, it's fine. It's I, fine. I, didn't, I mean, no, young women do it too. So you out here in the South. We're back. And man, when we take a couple weeks off, the flow feels like it... Uh, it, it, it gets thrown. Um, honestly, it's your story. Your story threw me. I was not expecting that this morning. I'm gonna let you go first. What, um, what is it we're, ta we're starting off talking about today? Well, we both recently were on trips with our families. Yeah. You went with, you went somewhere with Amy, Ryan and Camille, and I went somewhere with, uh, Link, Sean, my mom, my sister and my sister's boyfriend. And I want to talk about traveling with kids because you have older kids <clears throat> and I have a baby. And uh, I want to talk about how that goes down. Okay. Um, and we've, we've messaged about this a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. um, I love my kids. I have traveled so it's a good way to start yeah okay look i love my family yeah uh i have traveled with my kids i have traveled with just amy and i and we definitely missed the kids and we actually while we were there we talked about how we missed the kids um but at the same time god here's the thing I'm try like I don't know how to approach it. So Amy and I were actually talking about this today, uh, and I think it was before I even told her that you and I were going to be discussing this topic. And she wants to go to Disney. 
She wants to go to Disney with the kids. And she actually, and we're not going to do it this year. Or I think we're talking about doing it next year. Um, Lander World. And this is my jam because I freaking love Disney. I know you do. I know you do. Uh, the one in California, I think, is the one Land. she was talking Disneyland. about. Yeah. yeah, I mix them up. Because uh, I, I think that one's one that has like Cars Land and all that stuff in it, which is more Yeah, that Ryan's one's a little jam. smaller, which is probably good for for the knowing your kids a little bit. That's probably the better option. <clears throat> yeah. So um, we are go. Okay, so we're talking about doing this and I'm, I'm hesitant. Like I'm super hesitant because what happens is we go places and like it could just be us going into Houston, which is, you know, take us 45 minutes to an hour to, from the time we leave our house to when we park, just depending on where it is exactly we're going in the traffic. We'll go all that way. We'll spend whatever money on doing whatever the event is. And within 30 minutes, Amy and I just look at each other and go, why do we do this? <laughs> right? Like, uh, we'll just be like, why? Like, why, why do we continue to do these things? Because... Like, they might have fun, but one of them's going to be fighting with the other one. One of them's going to be unhappy about the food or be unhappy about waiting or be unhappy about the weather or be unhappy, I don't know, about something, right? And so for those just listening to this, you have a six and a nine-year-old. Yes. Yeah. Almost a 10 and seven here pretty soon. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Camille and I were talking about how she's going to be 10 soon. Oh, you know what she asked me? And we'll get into this next week. Um, But she said she didn't want to become double digits because her friends have told her that things start happening and then oh. she mispronounced the word puberty and which i explained <laughs> what and i was just like i was like yeah like there's gonna be there's gonna be changes there's gonna be things okay. that change i definitely because i know you're really you're really close to your daughter and so i'm curious on who's gonna have that talk with her too but let's just let's just total yeah, pin that, in this and that is we'll next, talk week. next week about this yeah that, that is that is next and we're week. actually we always say that because i've been listening back to our shows and we always say next week we'll talk about this and we never do and someone actually like called us out on it. So we need to actually talk like we yeah, need to no. like just firmly. That's what we're talking about next week. No, yeah, I will tease next week at the end of the show. Um, okay. So it's, I don't know. It just, it, we, we always regret it. Now we went to uh, Arizona and that was a two day drive to get there. And we drove just because it was a lot cheaper. And we wanted to have a car and everything. And don't worry, the place was gorgeous. We have friends with a timeshare and they're just like, Hey, we're not going to use these points take this time period and, nice. it, oh, oh, it, and it was in like Sedona, was it Sedona I don't remember this gorgeous area that's super expensive like something we could have never ever afforded um and they did okay there but like we went to the Grand Canyon while we were there and we're like well we should just stay back in the place walked around you know the outside of this area and so that's where the problem comes in for me is that it always feels like like we end up regretting it and I know that when I go on a vacation with them, it's for them and not for me. But then afterwards, I feel like I need a vacation for me. And I don't get that. Because, I mean, I use my vacation time from work to do that. So so when so your kids are coming on 10 and 7. <clears throat> Did you travel with them when they were younger? Like, is this a new thing now that they're a little older and a little more i don't want to say needy but i can't think of a better word right now but um i don't know i mean they've always done okay in the car i mean don't get me wrong when we did so we so the trip we just took uh we went from houston up to lake travis we're supposed to stay there for a couple nights 
there were some issues with the place we were staying, some of which we just didn't realize, some of which was like the cleaning people. Um, so we ended up coming back a day early. So we just got to see family, whatever. But they did great on the ride. They asked a few times how far away. But they've got their movies. Yeah, we went all out. We, we I say all out. We paid to have like DVD player in the car so they can sit there and watch. They can each watch their own DVDs. They have books. They have iPads. They have whatever else, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to cars, they're spoiled. Um, but they did great. So the, the the act of the traveling was not that bad. Uh, I popped in some podcasts. Amy watched some shows, stuff like that. Um, so, and they've always been that way, but when they're little, like Link right now, you, you have to worry about keeping him happy, but he's not going to, he doesn't like verbally complain to you. No. So I've done a few trips with Link. So my family's out in Regina. And so when Link was six weeks old, we went to Regina to visit my grandparents. (laughs) Oh God. I really it's, am. My co-host really is a 10-year-old boy. We, we were tweeting about this. It's Sean's fault. It is oh, 100% gosh. Sean's fault that I laughed at that name. <laughs> so Regina in Saskatchewan um, is about, if you didn't have a kid and you just drove from where we are in Edmonton to Regina, it'd be, I don't know, seven-ish hours um we went when he was six weeks old i can't remember why i think my grandpa was unwell or maybe it was someone's birthday and it was the easiest trip ever we we got about halfway he slept until then i fed him and then he went back to sleep and he slept till regina so it was it was a cakewalk then we went again for my grandpa's funeral and link was about six ish months old and that was a harder trip but it was still pretty easy like he was still not eating solid foods at that time so it was basically just stop for a boob break on the way to Regina and <laughs> now that laugh was your fault yeah I know um, so it was still pretty easy so this last trip there's we went to panorama which is six hours from where we are. And fortunately, I thought Sean knew where he was going. He thought I was kind of watching the GPS. We missed a very crucial turn. that, And once we realized we missed it, it was too far. So we added about two hours to this trip. And because Ling's eating solid foods and he's a little bit more needy now and he can't just sit in the car and sleep, like he's awake and wants to be, you know, wants to be played with and whatever, we had to do a few stops. So it took us like... 12 hours to get there which was just brutal we were neither of us were very happy and the roads are pretty bad coming home is a little better i think it took us like seven and a half with our breaks well you're so you're kind of in that and you're getting into that like middle territory as far as like yeah. the kids driving because out of the sleeping not quite old enough to kind of keep themselves entertained exactly. I, I remember that time period and you know one thing one thing Sean says a lot when talking about parenting and, and kids and, and expectations and whatever else is he hates it when someone's like, oh, wait till you know what's coming. Ha <laughs> You think it's bad now, right? And I get <laughs> we that. Both like, I don't talk about that yet. Yeah, I don't want to be the person's like, oh, you think you're having fun now? It's about to suck. Uh, but like you are coming to that time period where it's probably the roughest for the act of actually traveling. 100% like I actually just had a client in my studio yesterday and, and her spouse is a like an MMA fighter and he's going to Mexico for fighting in I think about a month and I asked her if she was going and she you know she's new parent first time mom and she's like I don't know like 
do you think that's good? I'm like, man, I wish we traveled. Like when Link was like three, before Link was three months, four months, like that's the time to do it. You literally need diapers, especially if you're breastfeeding. Like you basically just need diapers. They don't have any toys yet. They don't do anything. They just poop, pee and sleep. So I was like, yeah, you should go. Like take it from me. I wish we did. Because we had talked about doing something knowing that that's kind of like the time to travel is when they just sleep all the time. Like you can go out and put them on like baby wear them and just go. Oh. But yeah, Link is in this awkward stage of he doesn't, he's not independent. So I can't just like here color while we're driving or here watch a movie while we're driving. Like his attention span isn't that good. And he needs you to actually be down like with him, playing yeah. with him. And he's not sleeping the whole way. So it wasn't too, too bad. We have a longer trip coming up. I have a wedding on Vancouver Island we were going to drive, which is about a 14-hour drive, 13-ish, 14-hour drive without Link. And after this trip, after that, like, 12-hour, what should have been a six-hour drive turned into a 12-hour drive. After that, I told Sean, I'm like, I think we're going to fly. <laughs> nice. Like, it's going to be a lot of extra cost because now we have to pay for flights. And then we won't have a car when we're there. And I definitely need a car when we're there because I'm working. Yeah. So we'll have to rent a car. And so there's definitely going to be some extra expenses. But the what will likely be, like, a 16, 17-hour drive will turn into an hour-and-a-half flight. <laughs> So yeah. it's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I get that. And like I so said, we went to Arizona. We we initially talked about flying, but we wanted the car. We wanted the, the we didn't want the cost. Yeah. Um, and my kids were old. I mean, this was two years ago, I guess. About this time, two years ago. And they were doing well enough. Now, granted, on the way back, I drove straight, like 22 hours straight is what I think what I drove. Yeah. Uh, it's fine for me. I don't mind. I'll hop in a car. I'll listen to something. I'll just drive. And it was late enough where they eventually fell asleep in the car in the evening. And I, I just want to get, I'd, I'd rather do that than, and drive while they're sleeping than to stop sleep and then drive while they're awake. Like it just yeah, seemed no, like I'm a better idea. Way. I love to drive too. So like if, if it weren't for a link, I could just drive and drive and drive. Yeah. Sean usually plays games and stuff. And it's, I'll drive. It's so funny. Like we were talking about that a little bit whenever you were uh, uh, messaging me at some point during the drive or something. Because like, Amy doesn't drive. Like it's not that she doesn't drive, but like if Amy and I are in the car, I drive. And part of that's my wishes, and I think part of that's also hers, right? Like, and I, I don't like being in a car if I'm not driving. I. I sit there like I'm not in control and I don't know what's about to happen. I'm the same way. And it sucks because like I don't mean to be a backseat driver. I, and it's, it's not that I think the people I'm with are bad drivers. I just I'm out of control and I, I don't like it. I don't like that feeling of like there's a stop sign. Are you stopping <laughs> that car beside you? Did you see it? <laughs> so so this is what this is what could get really funny and weird. You know, if you and I ever get to meet up and, and hang out with the, the Capris and the and the Beelers and whatever else like whatever one of us like whoever goes to who like whoever's in their their home location and has their own car that being traveled in just look at them and be like that's right I, i'm in control <laughs> uh, yeah sean i always drive like and i don't think that sean sean's kind of indifferent to it like i think he would sometimes he's like i wish i could drive and i'm like well then drive like it's fine um but i think he also likes to play games and stuff like when we go to his parents house we usually take my vehicle Mm. and so then i just drive so i'm used to being the driver like 90 percent of the time oh god no it doesn't matter whose car we're in if if i am 
if I am in the car with Amy, I am driving on, except for some very rare occasions. Uh, and then she sits there and plays on her phone or we talk or whatever else. But here's the kicker though. And th- this is maybe just part of, of, of being a husband or something is I might be the driver. She chooses the music. Uh, yeah, that's, mm, that's Sean would definitely say that that's true with us too. But I try like, if Sean is driving, I try and let him listen to what he wants to listen to, but he doesn't drive ever. Oh, <laughs> <So>. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So to bring it back to like the whole traveling with kids, uh, so I mean, right now you're in a situation where Link isn't going to complain, right? He's going to have his needs. He's going to get fussy or whatever else. Right. Yeah. You, you might definitely know that he doesn't want to be in that backpack hiking through the mountains or whatever else at that moment. Um, but it's not constant complaining for sure. Right. And I mean, that's one thing that there have been trips and that's something I've dealt with, um, is that the kids are just not down with whatever it is. Like maybe the idea sounded great to him at one time, but we get there and they're tired, their legs hurt, they're hungry and it's not the right time. They're bored. So we went, we, well, we, so on this last trip, we went hiking through uh, this one trail through a, a wildlife refuge in the Texas Hill Country, and I, I loved it. Like, and I also grew up with that kind of hiking, though, where it's rocky and uh, it's not barren, but like there's no grass and there's cedar trees, and you may not see as many animals and stuff like that. And I loved it. And we get these beautiful views at this one point, and Ryan is just like, eh, "I'm bored with that," and it killed me. So curious, and this might sound like I'm being judgy, and I'm I'm not. I'm like actually just wondering, which I think you know, but just in case other people are listening and think I sound bitchy, it's it's John and I know. Um, did you do this with the kids when they were younger? Like, is this something new to them that like it's not exciting because like they didn't grow up hiking? Okay, how do I answer this? Let's be as blunt as possible. I probably failed at doing a number of these things. Oh, no, I didn't mean it like times. that. I knew you were going to answer something in that way. So, okay, so here's one of the things, right? Um, and, and another thing that makes it a little bit difficult is Amy and I grew up in different ways, uh, doing some different activities, and we don't always, it, we're not always wanting to do the exact same ones, right? Like, there are things I want to do that, she really doesn't. And I, and I understand, right? Like I want to go tent camping and she is just like, I don't want to do that. And I get it. So, but because of that, we don't do it because I don't want to force her out into some excursion that she's just really going to be miserable. Right. I don't want to do that. Um, and so part of it's that part of it is, you know, I've worked, shift work and I, I probably use that as more of a crutch and excuse than it really should be. But you know, I get two weekends off a month that I'm actually off. And sometimes it's hard to be like, okay, this is my one weekend to relax. Let's go to out to some of these places. Uh, not to mention in the middle of summer, it's about a thousand degrees in the Houston area and try to get my family out the house in the middle of the day in the summer in Houston and you're screwed. Now, that being said, when we go up to visit Amy's mom, which is up near Seattle, you go down the street and there's like these trails that go through this area and they love running through all that. But it's a little bit cooler. It's much more beautiful. 
I, well, it's a different type of beautiful, I would say, right? You have more birds and these crazy slugs that are cool to see and sometimes bunnies and stuff like that out there. So it's, I I think it's probably more entertaining for them. Whereas I still just love, I I love both, but I, you know, I also love this other type of hiking. So, but Camille had fun. Like Ryan was complaining, Camille had fun. And you, you kind of knew that would happen because Ryan doesn't typically like to leave the house in general. Like he, he likes to go and play with friends, but he doesn't like to maybe do some of the activities you guys want to do. And he'd rather just be, he's a homebody. He, he is. Uh, and he actually did okay with the hiking part. He just, okay. So here's another thing that goes into it, especially with my kids with Ryan. Uh, he, he did good. He did good walking, but if anything happens, like, him or Camille, this could be this way, where it'll trigger them being from happy mood to a really sour one where they are sour about everything. Mm. And that happened some, like he um, slipped a few times on some rocks, um, fell. I mean, nothing, not, like where it sure it hurt and maybe a little bruise, but like nothing major. And it just sour mood him. Sour mood him. That just sounds weird. <laughs> uh and stuff like that. But like these are the things that happen. And, and okay, so my my bitterness and my like fear of traveling and going on vacation with him, it comes from these little experiences. And I mean, I, I honestly, I know I need to just get over it and be like, the next one's going to be better and just hope it is. Because this last one had its faults, but it wasn't bad. And Amy said when they went to Disney, the kids did great. Like the whole time, they didn't complain about walking. They didn't complain about any of the food. They didn't complain about anything. They said it was so magical and whatever. And so. Oh, I didn't realize because I've seen pictures. I didn't realize you weren't there for that. No, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Amy had gone to visit a friend of hers who she had reconnected with after a period of time. And she lived in L.A. And while they were there, they went and spent like two days at Disney. I think it was two days. And how old? How old were they? This was the beginning of last summer, I think, so a year ago. Okay. So they were, they were in the same age group that yeah. they are now. Yeah. So it shouldn't be, and especially with both of you guys there. Now, are you guys going to, if you do go to Disney, are you guys going to go just the four of you? Or um, are you going to bring friends It's one family? Of the, so it's one of those things where I would love to bring someone else. I could see, I could see bringing her mom. Um, I, I, we haven't discussed that or anything, but I could definitely do that partly because we want to do more vacations with her mom while her mom came. Her, her mom is a bit older. Like, so, you know, there's a 10 year gap between Amy and her youngest sibling. Right. So her mom's a bit older. Um, and I love her mom. Like when it comes to like people like, Oh, my mother-in-law, right? No, not for me. Like I love my mother-in-law. She's great. Um, I, I definitely win on that, on that front. Um, so we might, we might try to bring her, like I said, it hasn't been discussed. I mean, nothing has been planned with this. This was just kind of recently brought up, uh, but I can see us bringing her. I mean, I would love to go do this with another set of friends that have kids about the same age and ones where Amy and I line up with the other husband and wife. Um, but right now we don't have another group like that that we do because it's, it's, We'll talk about that one day. Just yes, like. that's a good topic, actually, especially based on Disney, because so we don't really we're not big. Sorry for anyone out in California listening to this. Sean and I are not big California fans. 
Um, we've gone, we really like San Francisco, so I feel like I need to look at a map to know like what area of California that is. That's um, more towards the north. Yeah. So I think we like the northern area, but I like, we didn't like San Diego and I didn't like Anaheim. Um, so we went to Disneyland for a day because we were in San Diego and I got all misty eyed when we went into the Disney store and Sean's like, that's it. We're just going to drive the however many hours to Anaheim and it's like take a, you to Disneyland. It's like an hour and some change. That's not too bad. It was a little, yeah, I think it was a little longer than that because it was long enough that we we're like, okay, like we'd have to leave at this time to get there for the park opening. And like, yeah, we were, we were exhausted coming home. But anyway, um, so we have a friend, I have a, I have a friend, I used to go to school with her and she's kind of turned into a client and her kids love Disney. So her oldest is three and a half and her youngest is coming on six months. And so they were going to Disney and Sean kind of like they were over one day and Sean was here and, and he kind of connected with the husband. And I was like, well, that would be cool. And so they told me they were going to Disney and I was like, we could go together because like they have a baby. Yeah. And I have a baby and like the babies can't go on rides. So that's like a big prevention of us going to Disney because it's like, well, we're going to wait in lines for one of us to go on the ride and the other one to stay with the kid. Like that kind of sucks. I'm not a big ride person, but I also don't want to stand in line to not do anything either. Oh, yeah. So we were talking like, oh, that'd be cool because then like you and Damien could go on some rides and like we'll watch the kids and then we can like switch it up and that'd be that'd be fun. Plus, like I adore their daughter. And their son. I haven't had a chance to get to know their son. He's only six months old, but their daughter, Sophia, just loves me. And I freaking love her. Um, but they're going to Disneyland. And Sean's like, eh. And I'm like, eh. And it's, so it's for us, it's like we have to line up with this couple. And then on top of it, like, we want to go to Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> like, we want to go to Florida. And from where we are, Florida's obviously... That's a huge much trip. longer drive or longer flight. And yeah. not everyone with kids is willing to do that. So kind of a double hit for us because we just we just don't really want to do california well and you know there's a chance and like i said we haven't really gotten into this like planning or anything there's a chance we could do orlando because they've already That'd done really the one cool there. but like a big thing for us is like do we go like right now do we go with link at his, like and everyone's like why would you go with link he is a year old we would love to take link to disney and everyone's like oh why like he won't have any memories of it i'm like if we go to, with link to disney it's 100 percent for us oh yeah like, definitely he'll have a great time he would love like people watching and seeing the the characters and stuff but 100 percent, it is for us not for link yeah and i wouldn't like i know friends that have left their kids at home when they went to disney world but like, you're gonna say weird. left their kids at disney <laughs> no 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 <laughs> No, no. Although, I mean, if you're going to get left somewhere as a kid, that would be the place to be left. Uh, I see. I've only been to Disney once and I was five and I have and some memories. Uh, we'll say Orlando. Okay. Whatever one that is. I, World. even though you just told me. I I the o, Orlando is the O. California A is land. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you'll never forget. <laughs> I might remember the O. In Orlando, the, the the California and A, that's just ridiculous. Oh gosh. Um, but I, I mean, I have memories and stuff from it, and I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like I, I want to go. I want to take them. Um, there is that, but there is that other side of it, and, and maybe not so much with Disney when you're talking about like you know going on a ride and stuff. I want to take the kids to water parks. I love water parks. Water parks are my favorite. 
So this is where we should go because you were saying that. Well, I, I think Sean's into water slides, so that. But I think you were saying the kids and Amy aren't really like well, water slide goers. Amy doesn't really care so much about doing them. Um, the kids are just a little young for some of the ones I want to go on. Right. Yeah, Orlando's got very kid friendly ones though. Like. Well, yeah, but like, like okay, Typhoon so Lagoon. Oh my! And oh, Blizzard Beach. Ah, oh, let's go! I'm so excited. <laughs> So, uh, there, there's a water park called Schlitterbahn, and I don't know if it's the biggest one in the U.S. or not. Uh, at one time, I think it was. It's amazing. It's like three parks now that are attached by trams. You have to do it two days to get even half the stuff you want done done on it. Um, it's amazing. I went there all the time as a kid, uh, and I want to take the kids. I want to take the kids and go. Like, I want to stay at like the the crappy hotel that's part of the park. It is kind of crappy looking, but. You can just walk out of your room and go to the ride and then go back to your room if you need to rest or whatever. I mean, I'd be willing to pay the extra bit, but like I can see myself being in a situation where there's a couple rides I want to ride and I have to wait in line by myself and have Amy sit there with the kids. And that's one, not fun for me and two, not fair for her. Yeah, no, that's, that's so, so I don't know. I don't know what the answer there is. Um, I love Slitter. Oh, there's also, there's an indoor Slitter bond real close to the house. Problem is, is you can go in the winter because it's indoor, that part of it's indoors, but I've always felt it's too expensive for what you get for that part. I love that you say you can go in the winter because it's indoors. Isn't it like always hot where you are? Hey, it got down to below freezing to the point where they canceled school for a day or something. Okay, well, like that, that was recently. one day and that was it like was two. total and not. Okay. So did you like, did you, did you like how uh, I sent you a picture of Ryan running through a sprinkler? Uh, and I did that. Like I specifically made sure to send that to you. So I'm like, there's probably still snow on the ground up there. And I think I saw a picture of Sean later where there was definitely snow on the ground up there. I sent you one today as a joke. Cause so I went out to take link for a walk and I drastically overestimated how warm it was outside over under. Um, and so I just wore a hoodie cause it looked, I thought it was pretty warm and it was not. So I took a picture saying like, this is hoodie weather. Even though I was freezing, it was definitely cold weather. Um, I know like Sean, like we, I don't really, I, I'm kind of with Amy on the tent camping. It's not really my thing. Um, Sean and I do it a little bit. We, we go with Sean's, Sean's parents just bought an RV and, and so they, they're all excited about camping and it's a good way. Like sometimes we meet kind of halfway between Vancouver and Edmonton so that his brother in Vancouver can come out. And so it's kind of like a family get together. And so I try and be... Um, adventurous and accommodating oh. and I go and it's and it is fine and the last time we went Link just loved it I think Link was like four weeks old when we took him and it was it was or no eight weeks old and it was great he slept amazing in a tent he he loves the outdoors like he oh, kind of cool. does a little like grunt thing when he gets put in a stroll for a walk he he loves it <laughs> so I mean I don't think we'll have issues with him with like hiking and stuff I think Sean and I, I'm definitely not outdoorsy. I feel like if you know me, you'd be like, you're not outdoorsy, but I'm outdoorsy enough that like I can go camping for a weekend and I can suck it up and not yeah. have running water and have outhouses. And it, I mean, I don't shower that often, so it's fine. <laughs> 
Um, and all I, that I note. I really, really look forward to like Sean and I try and do a trip every year or two, and I am I'm looking forward. I really am looking forward to traveling with the kids. And sometimes your experiences scare me a little bit because I just don't I want my kids to love to travel. Don't be scared off by mine. And here's the thing: is like. Like there are families where everyone is so in key on exactly loving to do the same things when they travel that it works so much better. It's just, we are not always that way. I mean, Amy and I agree on some things when it comes to traveling and other things we, we disagree on. Um, well, and it and sounds by like the you way, like Sean too, in that sense, like Sean and I travel really, really well together, but there's definitely times where I know a hundred percent Sean is doing something for me. Like, he would be content kind of sitting at the hotel playing games like a couple days of our trip, like just finally unwinding. And I'm like, no, we got to take it all in. Like we got to go out and we got to like, we're only here once. We can't just sit here and do nothing. And, and I know that he will just go like, all right, let's, let's, let's go. Well, one thing. So for anyone who's listening out there and, and wants to do more than just help us and, and take in a little thing I learned, uh, communicate that shit because Amy and I had a rough one. We went to, um, we went to Chicago and it turns out we had different ideas of what we wanted to do that evening. And it, I did not communicate it to her what it was that I was expecting. And so uh, let's, let's just say we were not exactly thrilled with each other by the end of the evening because I wanted to go like, I'm in Chicago. It's nighttime. Like, we, we came back to the room. We hung out during the day. I want nightlife. Like, I don't need to go to a bar or a club. I just, I, I'm happy to just go walk the streets of Chicago. I mean, obviously, in the, in, in the, in the area of which that's okay, right? I'm not walking like the bad streets of Chicago. Uh, but we were right outside this area that's just all kinds of stuff happening and people walking around and, you know, the, the, the fun place to be. And I was like, I, I, that's what I thought we were going to do. And she thought we were going to have a nice, quiet evening. And I'm just like, why would we do that? We're in Chicago. Mm -hmm. and let's just say it did i mean it got resolved eventually but not necessarily that night there's so, nothing worse than fighting on vacation yeah so anyway all right we have th this has been a long topic it's a good one it's fun it's scary but let <laughs> but let's take a little break and we'll come back with our next one and we're back and chelsea i Okay, going into um, this episode and uh, kind of some of the talking we've done beforehand, there was two stories I wanted to tell you about. And I was going to open this with one of them, but then I realized it kind of opens into a topic that I want to discuss. Or, or more likely, I want to put a cry out for help for people to help me figure this one out. All right. Okay. So a little, a little daddy brag here. Uh, my daughter, Camille, who's almost 10 years old. She's in fourth grade is awesome right has her flaws obviously has her own flaws of course um but when it comes to caring for others and having empathy sometimes to a fault um she is she has it in gallons right i mean she is just super empathetic and, and feels bad for other kids and is willing to you know talk to the kid that's not being talked to and all that stuff and it's amazing like so she went to a birthday party and there was this girl this girl juliana who has a uh, one of her eyes isn't is, is I guess lazy eye is the way for it and she she's a little overweight and she has like this birthmark that covers a good portion of that side of her face super sweet girl and her and Camille are friends and 
Camille has some other friends that it's starting to come out are not being very nice to people who are different and not just stuff like that. I mean, any way different. She's right? getting to that age where girls start to get that way. And, and to a point where it's like, Oh, like, almost, and I don't want to say the kid's racist, right? Cause that's not fair. Um, but almost to the point of, Oh, she doesn't look like me. She's not the cute little girl, whatever, because skin color or something weird or whatever. And apparently this girl's being mean about it. But anyway, so, so they're at this birthday party. All these people were there. And at one point, Amy shows up and sees that this girl's by herself and just kind of told Camille, hey, Juliana's sitting by herself. And Camille just gets up, walks right over, starts hanging out with her. Ne- next thing I know, they're having a sleepover. Aww. Which, I mean, this mother was just beside herself excited that this was happening because her That's daughter really doesn't. Nice. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's not like Camille's doing it out of pity. Like, she, no. she legit likes this girl, too. I mean, she's a handful. This girl had some energy, but, oh, no. <laughs> um, but they played nice together and Camille loves hanging out with her. Um, so that's my little, that's my little daddy brag. But Aww. where this leads into is Camille sees other people not treat people nice and often tries to be the niceness police. And will be like, hey, you shouldn't treat people that way. Or, hey, you shouldn't do this. Or, hey, like, and it's stuff that's legit. I mean, what she's saying is not wrong. But we're trying to make her understand that, like, people don't want to hear that. That there's a way you have to do it. Um, that, um, like, you can't just police everyone else's actions. And I'm trying to figure out how to get this through so that she can maybe start doing it more properly. Okay, so first of all, I'm, I'm on like a high right now watching Atypical, which I know you've already watched. That show's so which good. Which definitely recommend it, especially I think if you're a parent, I think you'd appreciate it, especially if you're a parent... Um, with a child on the spectrum. In fact, I'd love to know if you've watched it and you do have a child or or a friend or parent or spouse or whatever on the spectrum. I'm curious how accurate the show is. Um, I know there's definitely, I mean, it's a spectrum. So, I mean, I know yeah. everyone varies on it. But anyway, um, I digress. On the show, the big sister of the the main character who has autism she sticks up for this girl in school. The girl is being, being teased for being overweight. And this badass sister goes up to the girl teasing her and just decks her in the face. Honestly, if my school called me and said, you know, your daughter has been suspended because she punched someone in the face. And like, and, and, and knowing like my kid maybe isn't known for fighting or whatever. The first thing I would do is ask her, like, what the hell happened? Because that's unlike you. And if she said, like, this person was bullying this this overweight kid, honestly, I don't think I could punish her for that. Because I think that that's awesome that she's stuck. I mean, given you're not in the situation, like, in the show, how we're watching it. So, I mean, maybe maybe I'd be more upset that my kid got suspended for sticking up for another kid. I don't know. Yeah. I think kudos to Camille. I don't know. I don't. It sounds like she's sticking up for people all the time. And I think that's that's an awesome attribute to have. She is. And that's why we're so proud. And it's one of the things that Amy and I were talking about. Like, it's not it's not that we, like, tell her to do these things. Like, this is on her own type deal. I mean... Well, I mean, you're not that nice, so I know that. <laughs> oh. 
Okay, look, my my judgy asshole comments that I make to you got to stay between <laughs> us. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, but like it, she, a, a lot of it's on her own. Okay, uh, let's it, just pause here. Give me an example of something that she has done and said to someone that you guys think she needs to word differently or maybe keep her mouth. I don't want to say keep her mouth shut. Keep keep quiet about her. Keep it, it to herself. Uh, well, the worst one, I say worst one, it's not bad. Like none of these things are bad and none of these things are wrong. It's just there's a tactful way to do it. And there's also a way where you got to realize you can't fix people. Right. Like you can to some extent, but for the most part, you can't fix people. parents. Adults can fix children. Adults have a hard time fixing adults and kids have a hard time fixing kids. Right. Okay. So that's more where this specifically comes in. And I'm trying to think of like, if Amy had not just taken off to go run some errands, I could have her come in here and remind me of specific examples. But one thing, um, she has a friend of hers. It's her age. Um, that lives a few doors down who has a younger sister and Camille loves playing this younger sister and her and the girl that's her age. It depends. Their friends off and on it. They'll be great friends. And then they just get in fights. Um, but they will start being mean to each other. And Camille will try to step in some. And you're like, you don't get in the way of sisterly stuff. Like you don't get in the way of sisters. That's okay. That one I, I agree with. Cause I'm trying to think like if, my, if someone saw my sister and me fighting, whether I wouldn't want my friend to stick up for either of us. It's kind of like when you when you bash your parent and you're mad at your mom when you say something bad about your mom, but then someone goes, yeah, your mom's a bitch. You're like, you're not allowed to say that about her. I'm allowed <laughs> to say that about her, but you're not allowed to say that about her. So like either way, you're right. Camille shouldn't get involved because she's going to upset someone. You're either going to upset your friend by sticking up for the sibling or you're going to upset the friend by, by saying something bad about the sibling too. Yeah. Um, that's a tough one. But, but then I think for the most part though, it sounds like you should just be proud parents and well, yeah, but I mean the other thing, and this is stuff we don't know. So we know the, the main, the, the, the main, the girl who is not being as nice at school is someone who's been friends with Camille for a long time. Always thought she's a sweet little girl. We know her family, like we know her parents. Um, and I don't think that her parents would be happy if they knew she was treating others this way. Okay. Right. It's that um, puberty monster. Uh, God, I hope not at that age. Don't oh, mention, yeah. by the way, don't mention puberty monster. Cause there's a show called big mouth. I know that's what I have. That's you seen what it? I'm referencing. Have you seen that show? That is what I'm referencing. When the girl hits puberty, and she's looking in the mirror. Talking oh no, 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 no. We are not okay. going to a scene where she was looking in the mirror, talking to herself. So anyway, so this girl, like, I don't, her, her parents would not be happy to know that she is treating others this way. I don't think, I mean, from everything I know about her parents, right? But also Camille can't just go up to her and be like, you're being, like, there's just, I think there's a tactful way that anyone has to do something. And I don't know how to bring on that tact and not completely stifle her. I mean, the only other option is everyone's going to hate you if you keep correcting them. So that's what I was, that's what I was going to ask. Are you afraid that because she's sticking up for people that her friends are going to not want to be her friend anymore? I'm, I'm worried that, Oh, well, one, I doubt it's coming across properly. Like I, I doubt it's being received in the way it's given. 
right? Okay. And and that and that is, I think, a thing just with people in general. Like, if someone corrects you, most people go into defensive mode and take it as this person's attacking me and not this person is trying to better me. And that could also have something to do with like, um, um, what like the way the person's presenting it, right? Yep. Um, but I don't want all her friends just be like, oh, Camille's, you know, just correcting everyone all the time. Like, that's one thing that I also feel like if it was one person, and I mean, if she loses eight friends, that, that sucks, but, and that will break her heart as it does. But there's a difference between that and everyone thinking she's, you know, well, know it all or something. I was going to say, know it all. Yeah. Mm. Um, she seems like a mature 10, though. So, like, I feel like you could have a pretty mature conversation about it, and I feel like she would be receptive to that. Maybe. I mean, we tried some. I don't know. This and? is what, this is what I, 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 a lot of the conversation has been more recent. So, I don't know that the experiment has played itself out yet. Uh, but that's why I said this is a show, not of trying to give advice, but for looking for anyone who out there who has advice uh if, so if, yeah if anyone out there like has something like has dealt with this or has their own opinions i mean i'm not gonna say there's no wrong opinions but you know there's almost no wrong opinions for the I, record though i've been on the other like the receiving end of bullying and if there was someone out there who like i didn't know in school and just like stuck up for me that would that would make a huge impact on my life so I mean, just be careful on, on how much, like you said, you don't want to stifle her. And I think that that's, yeah, I think that well, that's good. And I think one thing we're trying is like, okay, maybe don't get in the other person's face type correcting them, but being like, I don't care what they think. I'm going to befriend this other person that they don't think I should be friends with is still a good thing. Yeah. Well, even like maybe if you don't say any, if she doesn't say anything, but actually like goes and, and talks to that person. Like sometimes you don't need sometimes actions speak louder than words. So yeah. if someone's being teased, just going to that person and sitting with them when they're alone. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. I'm, like I said, my, my direct messages are on Twitter are open. <laughs> if you have thoughts, you can just tweet at us or you can send me a message. If you have a thought that you don't want majorly public, I love, I love to hear this stuff. Like I'd love to hear other people's thoughts, other ways that maybe I haven't thought to do anything. Uh, I might be a genius, but I don't know everything. And by might be, I mean, probably not. Yeah. yeah. I got called a genius recently from a guy I work with. So I mean, was it sarcastic or no, he called me with a work problem and I, <laughs> and I gave him the answer and he texted me back later. So I was a genius. So take that shot. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Um, you want to take a quick break and then do our mom's group question or whatever. Sure. All right, we are back, and Chelsea has pulled a question from her mom's group. So this is a question. It's funny because it kind of ties into um, Chris, Chris's, Chris Goodrow's comment to us that I was talking about earlier. Um, so we've kind of dabbled in this, but it's a little bit different, and I just thought it would be an easy one to end on. So she, Joanne asks, how many children did you say you wanted when you grew up, and how many do you have now? So obviously we both know you have two and I have one at, at the moment. And but you want the plan seven. For us is, well, the plan for us is three. Realistically, the plan for us is three. We'll see what happens. Um, when you were younger, did you want kids? Did you have a plan for, like, did you always think two was the number? Did you always know you wanted kids? Um, 
I don't know how much thought I put into that when I was younger. Uh, I think I always knew I wanted to have kids eventually. Um, but kind of as a dude, you don't I mean, I don't know. I think the, at least the stereotype is that dudes don't think about that when they're younger right. um, as much. Uh, I mean, I knew whenever Amy and I were dating and had a good feeling we were getting married or whatever. I mean, I knew then that I wanted kids and I'm pretty sure two's kind of been the number that stuck out for me. Um, okay. I, I came from a family of five. Right. And let's just say until, until the house came to the point where it was just my younger siblings who are nine and 10 years younger than me. That's when they got to start doing stuff. Right. Right. That's when there was enough money. Uh, and part of that was cause my mom started teaching at that time. And I think my stepdad maybe got a better job or whatever it was, but like, that's when like they got to do vacations. They got to go to Disney. They got to go on a cruise. Like I didn't get any of that crap. Right. And so I, I've always kind of seen a couple of things. One, I, I, I want to have one more bedroom in my house than I do rooms that need to be filled. So we have a, we have a four bedroom house. There's Amy and I in one, obviously, which is good, right? We don't want us to be split up in two different rooms. And then each kid has a room. And then we have a spare room. I always like having a spare room. I also like having low enough to know that, that the money that I make can, it doesn't have to be stretched quite so thin to give the kids what I want to give them. So when you have two and you have one of each, where I was lucky to, had we had two girls, there would have been a lot better chance of her convincing me to have a third. Oh, that's funny. You see, I'm different. If we had two girls, that would be it. Cause I wouldn't want to risk having three girls. I have a friend of mine. Um, who, Which sounds awful. I just want to, maybe I should put it out there. Like if you have three girls, I'm sure your life is dandy. I don't want three girls. <laughs> so, so, so my friend uh, had three daughters. Oh God. And then he knocks his wife up and literally we're, I were like, I asked him, I'm like, why'd you get her pregnant? And his answer legit was i really wanted sex oh, no. um and and then he had a fourth daughter so oh, he's no. got four daughters he has since got things taken care of so he cannot produce any more daughters uh, there are some women that and i please do not quote me on this so i've read something once and i don't know how legit it is but i'm pretty sure it is um there are some women that actually can't carry boys um something to do with like your body rejecting rejecting them for whatever reason um see i like this so theory. i would worry i would worry that if i had two girls like that i just could not have boys and and i've always wanted a son so maybe you know what if i had two girls i wanted a son so bad that maybe i would convince myself that the third has to be a boy but i would really that would be like a major conversation in our house is like do we want three daughters because like I mean, when they're young, great. It's when they're teenagers, like three teenage daughters. Oh, my, Atlanta. One teenage daughter is going to yes, be too much. Exactly. Like, I love Camille. She is my world, right? She's a little daddy's girl and all that stuff. No, really? Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> um, but my God. Like, she already gets a little bit of the attitude, especially around certain friends. And oh, you just wait till that puberty monster comes oh, Quit saying that, especially after that show. It's such a bad visual. Um, so coming back to the question for me, it was, I always thought I'd have two. That was, that was always, so I kind of went back and forth on wanting kids. 
Um, but when the thought of having kids was in my mind, it was always two. And I don't know if that's because I come from a family of two, two siblings, I should say. Um, and then I don't know, Sean and I always point out that all TV shows, not all, a lot of TV shows have three kids. Yeah. And it just like, I don't know, it resonates with us. Like three just seems like the magic number in our house. It, it's not a terrible number. Like I don't get judgy. I don't, I mean, I don't necessarily. <laughs> Maybe a little. I don't, no, no, no. Like I, <laughs> if, if, if I see a family of 15 walk by, but they're fully supporting all 15 and they're yeah. not like mooching off things you know and just keep popping out anyways you know you know where i'm going i'm trying to be semi pc here but if that's not the case right then i don't judge i have a oh i have a friend i say a friend my wife's friend the one she went to uh, to disney with had six kids oh wow they well they started young we'll just we'll just say the first one might not have been on purpose or before Mm -hmm. high school was over was over not before high school started (laughs) i know i've seen that too I mean, it does happen. So six kids. And they always, they both wanted big families. It, weird backstory, but they both wanted big families. They later got divorced. She is with another guy that she's been dating. They will never get married. Um, but they've been together off and on and whatever else. And guess who is knocked up now? That's rough because that one kid is kind of always going to be like the half sibling of the other six. Like that's got to that's yeah. be rough. I mean, maybe, but there's a decent gap between. I mean, the youngest one is Camille. Let's see, Ryan. The youngest one's Ryan's age, so the youngest one's six or something like that. Yeah, there's six years between me and my sister. Yeah. Uh, The funny thing was when she told Amy, like I came home from work or something like that, and Amy was in tears laughing. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, but that's okay because the way this girl told it, it was acceptable to laugh. Uh, Anyway, not the point. So, So I don't judge. I don't judge if it's a big family. I just, I just, <laughs> you just, you just look, you just give them the stink eye as they walk by. You're like, look at them and all their kids. Yeah. All their spares. Uh, <laughs> oh, this kid was a failure. At least we got some other ones. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, no, I don't, I don't judge. It's whatever, it's whatever works for you. Just make sure it works for you. Uh, also, I hope everyone paid attention during sex ed. Nothing kills me more than a married couple that's like, oops, we had one on accident. And you're like, you know how that's made, right? Like, you know, you know, John, you know this is going to be our topic next week. And the fact that you're like, hope you paid attention in sex ed. No, I hope your parents taught you well so that you're not 10 getting pregnant. Oh, my God. Don't say that age. Well, don't be don't be naive. We need to have okay. a serious talk next week. OK, so before we do our our, our final um <laughs> Yahoo question out the door as we leave. We got to find a good name for that. Uh, okay. So a couple things. One is next week. Next week will be episode 10. And the great Bobby Pauls once said, if you don't make it to episode 10, then your podcast won't last. And if you think about that, I mean, it's obviously true because otherwise, anyways, it kills me when I heard him say that. But episode 10 seems to be the big, the big number. So next week's right. episode 10. So we are going to, I had a plan of trying to try to find a like friendship compatibility test and just see how, how compatible you and I are as friends. Nice. You should definitely do that. We'll have to see. I found one, but I I fear the entertainment value would be uh, below zero. Um, But we have decided, and we talked about this recently, that 
next week, we are going to make me squirm. We are going to tackle two topics you're going to know ahead of time so that you can tell all your friends to stand by and get ready for this. We are going to talk about talking to your kids about sex. We're going to talk about home births. Two things that have come up before that I, I mean, just saying this right now, my legs are tightening up and twisting. Like, I, So I also think that we should say that we'll start with the sex talk. And if there's time, because I honestly feel like that's going to take up the whole show. So worst case, the week after, we'll talk about the home, birth. uh, okay. home births and versus hospital births. But um, hopefully we can get it all in one show. But I just, I'm we'll going to give you a really hard time next week. So Yeah, no, it's going to be absolutely amazing and terrible. Uh, okay, so you if you have things that we can talk about, if you have your own questions that you can throw at us for us to, uh, I'd say, tackle, but more fumble. Um if you just want to say hi, any of that stuff, you can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, I am Johnny underscore Casino, J-O-N-N-Y underscore Casino. She is Chelsea Capri 23. Chelsea like the crisp. Capri like Sean 23. Uh, I keep my DMs open and randomly get stuff from people now, so that's nice. Um, anything? Any final thing before I read this Before I read this out? Nope. Okay. I got nothing today. This comes from an anonymous Yahoo questions user, or Yahoo's answers user, I guess. It says, my daughter says I failed as a parent. Is my daughter a crazy bitch? Oh, no. 